Cormac am best um zum Bahnhof, bitte. Hello and welcome to the Beercast. Yes, it's the German episode this week. You wouldn't have guessed it from the introduction. That's the only German I know. Anyway, with me this week is uh, Richard, as usual. Good evening. Hey. <laughs> Greg, as not so usual. Good evening. And uh, Grant, as... Oh. oh, sorry, I've cut him off there. Uh, just Grant. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. What's my... Uh, yeah, so... my German? As I said, it's a German episode. And uh, first up is possibly my beer nemesis in the form of Bex. So I have some maybe prejudice against this, but we'll yeah. see how it goes. <coughs> when was the last time you had it? Possibly. Actually, no, I had it. No, that's a different I'm talking about, about beer. <laughs> talking about beer. <laughs> oh, you probably just had a comedy drum fill. <laughs> I hope so. That's right. certain. Yeah, Bex is an interesting case for us because um, it's it's always been a beer that we love to hate, or at least some of us love to hate. The reasons for that, I'm not, I don't really know, but maybe we'll get into that in a bit. But everybody knows Bex. It's oh, it smells so small. <laughs> it smells good. It's the ubiquitous German Pilsner. It was founded in 1873 uh, by three men in Bremen in Germany. Three men uh, and a baby. No, no baby. Well, thank you. I don't think you can give... Are you reading my notes? Don't read my notes. Uh, it was called the Kaiserbrauerei right, back in May, um, but one of them left and it became Beck in Co. May left. And Beck stayed, and that's Beck. And they it's got that things. funny Bexy smell already. I like the smell. It's very uh, malty. Yeah. I mean, it, it developed and grew in popularity really quickly because of the new, the new Pilsner style of brewing beer, of which Bex is, is a classic example. I'm looking at the faces. I quite like it actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was always on my blacklist, but yeah, I don't. I don't even know why. It's quite refreshing. It's uh, very malty. It has a different taste than other lagers. It's got a very green smell to it, and it comes in a green bottle. A very green smell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really kind of fresh and definitely has a certain vibe. Yeah, I really don't like the smell, but fortunately, it doesn't taste of much. So. Oh, why does it say Bremen eighteen seventy four, Philadelphia eighteen seventy six? The Americans must have started brewing it as well, pretty swiftish. Yeah, it was brewed in Bremen under the original purity laws in German beer, and uh, what the, the website says about it that it's uh, a classic German pilsner with a distinctive full-bodied taste and a fresh hoppy bouquet with a golden colour. Very good. Well, this is where you read the back and agree and say water, barley, hops, yeast. That's it. Contains fish. <laughs> Contains fish. <laughs> Traces of fish. We did find a beer last the other week that had fish in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, the beer will do, no doubt, in a future beer cast. Beck's website also says that the, the taste does not end there. It has a slightly fruity and firm crispness with an exciting blend of intriguing flavours and a clean dry finish. Certainly a dry finish. Certainly a dry finish. You get an exciting blend of flavours over there. This is a Pilsner, then. Yeah, yeah we I never realised that. It tastes like, or it's a taste that's been emulated and you have ever have a non-alcoholic beer. Anyone ever had? Yes. So you go to, it. go to the Middle East or go to Africa or go, or get Calibre or something that tastes like this, except a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. this is like, yeah. basically fake malt taste. Although we don't drive, so there's no need for us to drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You have the luxury enjoy the good me. stuff. <laughs> Anybody know why Pilsner's called Pilsner? No. 
No, you might have told us this before. Because it was developed in the city of Pilsen. In, uh, in Bohemia, which is now called <coughs> Pisen, the Pisen in the Czech Republic. Um, it was first brewed by people who were sick of the quality of the beers they had up until that point, which were quite dark lagers. Um, so they decided to set up their own operation, which is the people of, of Pilsen, to make their own beer, which they called the Burgess Brewery. I don't know why they chose that name. But in 1842, the head brewer, Joseph Grohl, presented his first batch of beer, and that was the Pilsener. That was the first type of light coloured beer, which is this. So uh, there you go. That was the original Pilsner, and Pilsner became a sensation in Eastern Europe in that time. And in 1898, um, the Burgess Brewery named it Pilsner Urquell, which still exists today. And it's very good. And it's very good, yeah. Pilsner mm. Urquell actually means the original source Pilsner. Um, and other people copied it afterwards, like Starprom and Barsteiner first and Bombay. Pilsner Urquell is one of the few beers, European beers, you see all over North America. Yeah, is it? It seemed to be quite popular. Original and best. I mean, Star Prom obviously is also another very popular one, but gives me a crazy headache. But. Yep. I, <coughs> I hate that. I, I don't know why that is good, it, but you cannot drink more than a couple of pints. I don't know what you put in it, but. Yeah. Psychopath inducing chemicals. Yeah. So that's Pilsner, but this is Bex, and maybe we should try and get more to the, the nub of why we don't actually like Bex. What is, what I do like Bex. Apart from Mr. Bay, who likes Bex. I don't mind, actually. It's a bit bitter for me. I think one of the th possibly theories is because we first tried Bex when we were first starting out on our beer drinking adventures when we were younger. At the time, the other alternatives were kind of sweet lagers like Miller and Budweiser and all those horrible, which when you're young, well, 18 obviously, when you're 18, <laughs> they're, um, it's, you're more attuned to drinking sweet beers rather than something like this, which is a lot bitterer than what you'd expect. Uh, I think you're possibly right. Yeah. Now with our matured taste buds, this isn't as bad as... But I still do love to hate Bex. I don't know why. I know, it still smells weird. Yeah, it I does smell. There's no lager smell. I like this smell. But why? What, 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 what do you like about it? What's, what's the goodness of this? It, 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 it is a very... Distinctive it smell. is a, the proper smell of, of lager or beer. It's, it's malt, which is what... Mm. You go past any brewer and it'll smell like that. Mm. It's what beer's made of, but some beers smell different things, but this is... Which leads back into what I was just saying, that when we were younger, we weren't drinking proper beer, so we didn't know what it smelled like. So we tasted this and thought, oh, no, that's bitter. No, that's hops. That's not good. <laughs> Probably is it closest to the true beer you're going to get. Four ingredients. Mm. Smells like smells like a brewery. Yep. To be fair, a lot of the stuff we've been drinking has oh, yes. just had the yeah. four ingredients. Or yeah, less. but they don't put rice in like Budweiser beer. Or... Yeah. Well, you should be comparing it to other lagers, I suppose, right? Skinny bear is a... Yeah, <coughs> it is a, a popular lager, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Bex, the Bex Brewery exports 34 million cases of Bex every year. Uh, and in 2002, they were taken over by the Belgian giants Inbev for $2 billion. That's Still, it's one of the most yeah, it's one of the most popular UK brands. Is it Bex? Yep. Mm. Yeah. I did have a list somewhere, I can't remember it offhand, but I think Stella was the number one UK lager. Uh, I and think Bex is still up there with Carlsberg and Carling mm. is number one in England. Well I bet I drink Bex a million years before I drink Carling or <laughs> Stella. So well, I suppose that tells or you any. something. I suppose it tells you something, yeah. We were talking before or about tennis for that matter. beers we used to drink when we were younger and didn't know better and my drink of choice was Carling Black Label when I was in the pub in Preston, yeah. What fools we were. Exactly, I know. You can't go in a pub without getting Carling Black Label, I guess, but 
But you don't get as much in Scotland. You get give you headaches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Full of chemicals give you headaches. Bad news. Yeah. Uh, Some of these beers give me a headache halfway through the night. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, just so many chemicals. Special. Freaking out. I don't know what it is about Star Brahman that gives me a headache, whereas other pilsners don't. It's very strong. Is that it? Is it strong? Is it? Okay, I'm idiot. Because Bex is what five percent, is it? Yeah. It's actually the same as Star Brahman, but it tastes stronger. Feels stronger. Those yeah. Czech lagers <clears throat> seem to really pack a punch. They do. Yeah. They're not necessarily more alcohol content, but they do. Just hmm. interesting. When I was find out how they do. When I was skint five or six years ago, I used to go to my mate. We'd have Star Brahman. Because you could have three pints in the whole night, that's all you need. That's all I need. That <laughs> 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 gets you merrily drunk, and <clears throat> you don't need to. Apparently, Bex is still brewed using glacier water. Um, they have the original recipe that they did in the 1800s. Um, so they use English barley and German hops. Mm. Uh, we were talking on previous beer casts about where hops come from. Mm. Know, most, a lot of them come from Germany. So. And they brew it under the, the purity laws of 1516. Still adhere to, which I'm sure it mentions in the label somewhere. So Reinheit Gebot. Yeah, some German for you, shall we? <laughs> um, nice. And that puts limits on the number of ingredients, doesn't it? It does, yes. Um, it's a purity requirement. It means German purity laws. Uh, I, have, I did some research on this, so thank you for leading me into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was drawn up on April the 23rd, 1516, in the Bavarian city of Ingolstadt. And they said that the only ingredients you could use in beer were water, barley and hops, just three. Yeast wasn't mentioned. Why? Another, another quiz. Because they didn't Did they know it existed. Well done, Shovels. Yes, it hadn't been discovered. Well, it just it? happened without them knowing it happened what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was discovered 300 years later by Louis Pasteur. So mm-hmm. it was just a magical ingredient that no one knew existed. Uh, and today, many breweries in Germany add wheat to their beers no longer meet this purity law, so they don't qualify. But Bex does, because it only has the four. Well, fair play to them for not putting any rubbish in. Well, in the olden days, if a brewer didn't meet the requirements for these purity laws, their beer was confiscated. And really? it was taken away without compensation and poured away. So they took it very seriously. The Germans, they, you know, they take things seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes to beer. So, uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Next October, we'll have a, a beer cast special live from Germany. Oh, uh, I don't uh, promise anything. The Oktoberfest. <laughs> Paid for and Mr. Well, Christmas is coming up. Mm. Yeah, it's us a year away. Plenty of time to think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I, say, I don't have much it, else to say about yeah. it. Scoring yeah. it is kind of interesting because. Do I score it with prejudice or. No, you score it with what it tastes <laughs> As if like it was a tonight. blind tasting. Oh, I, I definitely know it's best based on the smell. So, yeah. Yeah. so, turn it the other way. If you had a beer that you really loved and you knew you'd love and you tried it without knowing what it was, would you score it more because you knew you liked it? Or just for the taste? Didn't just say I wouldn't know what, didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. Well, if you did know what it was, your favourite beer in the world, if you had it now in front of you and you had to score it, would you score it higher because you knew that it was your favourite beer or because just purely on the way it tasted at this moment? I, th- I think it would be hard to say some kind of prejudice wouldn't come in. So you're gonna, it's going to affect the way you score um, it? No, I'm, no, I'm going to score it down the line. I'm going to give it a six. I oh, think okay. in conclusion we need another beer caster, Mr Stockdale, and to run a controlled test. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's one more in the fridge if you want to get it. I mean, you can have uh, it. So. No. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, please. You're on the way out. It's. I don't know. I, I used to. I used to despise Bex, as we were saying, and I. I, I didn't really know. What, I thought I knew why at the time, but now I know more about beer. 
I don't know. I think it's okay. So I'm going to give it a six as well. It's still the worst beer warm. That oh, last yes. bit was horrible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Must be cold. It's certainly far less worse than it was when I used to drink it. Yeah, I would agree. But clearly, if there's other beers out there, I would go for those. Oh, yeah. But I don't know why. Yeah, it's almost done. But we're taking this on a, a lager test, not a beer test, are we? Yeah, I mean, I'm comparing this to other lagers that I would, I would rather drink sure. rather than beer. Right. But um, if this was on tap, I, I, I would probably give it an eight. Oh, hang on. If it was on tap. Well, no, sorry. You've got to drink I just it. mean against <laughs> other lagers, I would give it an eight and I would score it higher than I, I would prefer that. Than, than a so you, you're giving pattern. it an eight out of the bottle? I'm giving it an eight out of the bottle. Very good. Well... I'll, I'll give it six because it's it's fine, but it's just a lager, and it smells weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 okay. I mean, I, it's better than tenants. It's better than Carly Monster. So the the, so, the purity laws I've been striving for for almost five hundred <laughs> years is better than tenants. Well, this is <laughs> what can I say? Germany won Scotland nil. <laughs> okay, so this is as we said, this is our German special, and next we've got uh, three different strains of wheat beer. Yeah. And hello, we're back, and uh, this is beer number two for our German beer special, yep. which is deep breath. Franz's kind of Weiss beer crystal clear, hey. in a non-German accent. <laughs> in a Lancashire accent. Francis Gano asked Baker Stone Clare. I say I know about three or four words of German, one of which Thank is um, Flughafen, which is airport. train station. No, no airport. Right. Flughafen. <laughs> so you don't know it. That's where, the train, really? that's where the taxis take me to the wrong place. <laughs> no, 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 train station is Hauptbahnhof, is it? Yeah, no, no, yeah. And Trimbester, which is life jacket. <laughs> That, that you should always under your seat. Should I be leaving a bit in the bottle of this one? Oh, no. No, we can pour freely. I think so. It doesn't often come in handy knowing what life jacket is in German. Well, you never know. We went to Germany, didn't we, Grant? We went to Frankfurt. We were there afternoon. for six hours. Yeah. On the way back from a flight from Boston to London. Or somewhere. Oh, I can't remember now. Um, Boston to somewhere. It was, yeah, it was fine. And we got lunch and we got lost. And we yeah, and I couldn't speak about. German and... Oh yeah, I, I, I got no some, idea what was going on. We, we had to march up to this uh, street with all these Frankfurt businessmen getting their lunch and try and find somewhere to eat without speaking German. And uh, I got in the queue. Is that the channel? <laughs> channel, the challenge. Challenge. <laughs> challenge of the accused of accepting. So I found this. We found this soup place, and uh, I went in and kind of went down to the front to see what the, the businessmen were doing. And I saw that they were all lining up, picking a soup, saying the word. Then the woman was asking my question in German. They would all say nine. They'd get the soup and off they would go. So I kind of queued up and I got to the, it was my turn. The only soup I could recognise was goulash soup. I thought, right, the goulash. So I said, I need a goulash soup bitter. And she went, yeah. Started doing it. Asked me a question, nine. And off I went. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day don't know what it was. God knows what she was asking. But I'm assuming it was like, do you want anything else? Or that kind of thing. Like a crisp for that. Whereas uh, Grandma stuck with the big sausage, eh? Out the back. <laughs> yeah, oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> I spent six days in Frankfurt and never once left the airport. Not even to go outside. Really? You were detained by security? (laughs) No, I had a conference in the hotel attached to the airport and there was an underground walkway. So you really made the most of it then? Never once got... Frankfurt airport is miles away from Frankfurt, I think. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah, we were on the train. But I was in the conference from 8 in the morning till... It's not that exciting. Also, it's quite a new city, but um, the, the, the central <laughs> level during the war. Mm-hmm. The central square is quite nice. The old yeah, they rebuilt the old bit. 
It seems huge. Anyway, that's not. Is it meant to do with you? No, we're drinking some beer, by the way, oh, yes, whilst we're talking about it. I haven't even tried yet. Um, Very cloudy. Maybe, maybe you should have left some in the bottom because it's actually clear when, when I had it and it's not there. Smells very yeasty. It's like Hogan. Yes, uh, this is uh, Hogan. Oh, Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Francis kind of wise beer. Crystal clear, which means crystal clear. But my, uh, well, when I said don't leave some in the bottom. <laughs> that's possibly really? the wrong answer. Anyway, it was at Munich and it was um, derived its name from the Franciscan monastery that was just over the road, which is where the Jolly Friar on the label, which you can see now. Uh, it was founded in 1363 by Seidel Vatterstetter in the uh, Residenzstrasse in Munich. And uh, it's the third best-selling wheat beer in the world. Mm, uh, after? Hugarden. Hugarden. Mm. Possibly. I don't, I don't have it. Uh, we have Mr. B, our wheat beer expert. I don't know if you know what the best wheat beer in the world is. Um, best-selling wheat beer. Probably Erdinger making it there. No, yeah, Erdinger, yeah. Palmer. Uh, it crystal clear because, as the name suggests, it's bit, the yeast has been filtered out, so there's no yeast in this. So I don't know why it's been cloudy. It smells like um, dishwasher tablets to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'm partial to dishwasher tablets too. <laughs> you eat them regularly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the classic fruity wheat beer smell, isn't it? I'm not a big fan of wheat beers. The official website says it's a fresh, golden-coloured, crystal clear wheat beer characterised by a certain citrosity, which is a good word. The wheat and barley have been mixed in equal proportions. It's light, bubbly, slightly acidic, and is an excellent thirst quencher. Well, I must say at this point, in no way is it crystal clear <laughs> at all. It's cloudy. If it's it's crystal cloudy. clear, they do mean cloudy. cloudy. No, I've had this before, and I did have it crystal clear, so either we poured a lot in, or there's something going on. It doesn't taste bad. It's, it's not chunky. Not clear. Like the last wheat beer. But it tastes had. just like it did before, yeah. It's the same taste. Yeah, I don't know. That's not important. Really. I think that's nice than Hugo. Garden. It's got a slight... No, yeah, I would say it's far better than Hugo. Garden. I would say. It's Hoogarden. not quite as flowery as Hugarden. It's a bit Hugarden, as I prefer to call it. Yeah. Hugarden. 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 <laughs> why, why are you guys calling it Hugarden? Because that's apparently what you're supposed to call it. We did we did a Hugarden beer in the Belgian ones. Hugarden. It's Belgian. It does sound silly, but... That's how they say it in the Flemish, or the French. Are we Flemish? <laughs> but it's I'm half Flemish. Are you? No. No. It's just the way you would pronounce it, given that it's their thing. But we pronounce Yebisu, Ebisu, because that's how Japanese pronounce it. Again, that's another podcast you went here for. We pronounce tenants, tenants, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, I would like a tenants, please, Bob. He's a tenants, you There you go. That sounds better in a Scottish accent than a Preston accent. I quite like this. It's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. I just say it was as nice as the wheat beer we had in the Japanese episode. Oh, bizarrely yes. enough. The which uh, I maybe, seasonal beer. Was yeah, which I actually beer. probably prefer to this, which may seem like treason to the German no, beer drinking person. It isn't as good as other German wheat beers. What's your favourite German wheat beer you can think of? Erdinger. I think it's, it's a Get classic. Out. Get that on tap. Though. Get that on tap in Edinburgh. Quite and a many lot. varieties of Erdinger. And there's lots of varieties of Erdinger. The one you're most likely to get is a standard Erdinger wheat beer. Uh, and then tap. But you get that on there's like Weissbrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Or Perliner is, is also very good. You'll like them get that at the bottom. But mm. The only place you're going to get all these is all bar one, I suppose. 
Yeah. And then a lot of them in the, the bishop as the second. Yeah. Lots of different <clears throat> beers. But to me, Erdinger is a king of, of wheat beer. Um, and that's just. Do you prefer German wheat beers or Belgian wheat beers? German. Why, why? Do you know? Is there I don't know. I'd are they different to German? I mean, we've had German and Belgian wheat beers. They taste, this one tastes different to Hugarden for me. <clears throat> Maybe the German ones, well, the ones I've t- tasted, aren't as fruity as Belgian ones. So, Which is, can be a good thing, so I, I would prefer that to Hugarden. Mm, yes, yeah. Hugarden I don't quite like. sweet, though. It is quite... Mm. Mm. I think that might be why I don't like it so much. It's maybe you'd think it would get quite sickly after a while. We were just having a little bit. Yeah, I think if I had a full if pint I had of this, I would, I would kind of struggle. Yeah, yeah. it might be it's a bit much. You want to go on to something quite heavy. It doesn't say how much how strong it is. Not too dissimilar. Not five percent. That crazy Cronenberg stuff. Not the Cronenberg Blanc. That's what this tastes of. Well, that's a horrible beer. You struggle to get through a pint of that stuff. Really? No. No, this isn't as perfumed as that. It's close. It's closer than a standard wheat beer to me. I had a pint of that at the Edinburgh Book Festival, that Cronenberg Blanc, and it was. It took a long time <laughs> to get through that. Wow. Picking wheat beer at a book festival. Oh, well, <laughs> how browse we get? This is Edinburgh Festival we're talking about. Time for another quiz question. Anybody know what Munich means? I'll give you a clue. It's on the label. On that label? Yeah. Oh, France got it. It's in German. No, the picture. Monk. 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 Hey. hey. Munich means monk. So Munich is actually named after monk. Monken. Monks. Yeah. yeah. That's why the, the coat of arms in Munich is a monk. It's Germany's third largest city, founded in 1158. Uh, apparently, it's the most expensive major city in Germany in which to live, and was ranked as the eighth best city in the world in terms of quality of life. And its twin town in the UK is Scunthorpe. Preston. No. Edmonton <laughs> Stanley. No. I'll give you a clue. We're quite, we're quite <laughs> Yes, Cumbernauld. It's from with Munich, yes, well done. We're quite close to it. Yes. Not Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh, yeah. I said Edinburgh. Not oh, close. You, yeah. you said Cumbernauld. No, before that. I said <laughs> <Edinburgh>. <laughs> okay, well, a point to Grubin, yeah. It's Edinburgh, Munich's twin town. We get points when you're playing them seriously. If <laughs> yeah, you knew right. Better. Points, there you go, I'm writing it down. There you go. One. Hey, <laughs> I win. <laughs> well, it's not finished yet. Yeah. Well. For more quiz questions? Possibly. Right. Pretty jolly looking monk in the front. He is, he's very, very he's, had a few, he's pure pest. I think. As only German monks can be. Mm. Time for scoring? Or are you more sure. facts? No, um, we'll fact it out. I don't know there's much more I can say about this. Crystal yeah. Clear is a delicately bitter Weiss beer for everybody who wants a fresh wheat beer without cloudiness. <laughs> It's failed on that one. <laughs> but I actually have a picture which uh, I'm going to put on the podcast now of me having drinking one of these before because I bought all these beers months ago uh, and it was delayed in the podcast so I had to drink them. <laughs> and it, it was really, really clear. So obviously this is something going on with the pouring and, and all the beer. You're blaming me now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say it was you. Well, could be temperature. Know. Yeah, it could be. Possibly. Well. But uh, it, it doesn't taste any different to the one that I drank that was clear. So it's mm-hmm. just a... Disgusting. Anyway, I'll start the scoring. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give this one a five because it's kind of straight down the middle for me. Okay. This has grown off me. (laughs) I'm going to give it four. It's too sweet. And I don't know. I prefer other wheat beers that I've had. It doesn't really do anything for me. 
Huh? Not very descriptive. But... <laughs> Too sweet, basically. Tastes like Cronenberg Blanc, but a four. Oh. I'm going to give this a seven, because I, I quite like it. Yeah. yeah, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I edit you the podcast, were wrong so about Bex. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit you out. <laughs> if you just heard 10 seconds of white noise, that's right. <laughs> That's what we normally hear. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. I think only dogs can hear. <laughs> no, I do like it. I mean, okay, it's, it's, I prefer this to Hoogarden, because it does taste different. I mean, you wouldn't ever dream of having this in a big tumbler with lemon in it. I wouldn't do that with Hugo either. But, yeah, I've had this before and I, I do like it, so I'm going to give it a seven. Um, and if you think this one tastes weird, we've got two more coming up that are even weirder. <laughs> or you, just weirder. <laughs> or just weirder. Oh. And I'll be looking up the gem word for weirder and we'll come back and... Look up the gem word for weirder. Weirder, okay. I'll do that and we'll come back with the uh, next pick. Excellent. Indeed. Okay, beer number three, which is Erdinger, instead of another one, it's a wheat beer, obviously, and it's Dunkel, which I well, mean dark. It does mean dark, well done. I'll just tell you a German story at some point as well. Oh, oh yeah, never mind, embarrassing German story. Uh, Dunkel is the German word for dark, and uh, I don't know, again, leaving stuff in the bottom. You, well, you want me to see the difference in colour anyway, because it's... It's not it's, like it's going to be clear. It is actually dark. Yeah, it's, it's dark, so it's dark wheat beer. Fizzy it's fizzy. Well. Uh, dark wheat beers are categorised by you. their colour, obviously, and their smooth malty flavour, because they use Munich malts instead of the usual stuff. Um, Erdinger Weiss beer dark is a rich and smooth wheat beer, which owes its full body flavour to the fine hops and dark malt used in its production. The beer again is brewed to an age-old recipe, and the spicy flavour results from the increased proportion of wort. It matures in the bottle. Uh, <laughs> the last one's got Marshall's some more. I've got the last one, so I might have to try somebody else's, but okay. here we go. It's a real speciality for connoisseurs. It is good. Raven connoisseurs. Ah, I think it's, I like it. This is um, nice new taste. to us over here in Britain, the dark or dark German Czech beer, or let alone dark wheat beer. Ooh, it's small. Oh, it's a bit like a porter. Yeah, it's got a that smoky, mm. smoky taste to it. Oh, that is good. Yeah, it's very good. It's got almost licorice taste to it, hasn't it? Mm. This is interesting. Uh, Erding is in Bavaria, southeastern Germany. It's a population of 34,000. It's 30 miles northeast of Munich. So a lot of the commuter people live there. They must all work for the Erdinger factory. Mm. We were talking before in the pub on our warm-up beers about cycling to Glasgow to commute. Erdinger has a 34-mile cycle route to, to Munich. <laughs> Although maybe a 60-mile round-trip cycle is a tad too far for a day's work. <laughs> <laughs> I've cycled more than half a mile in my life. <laughs> you, you cycled, oh, you cycled the Crennan Canal. I was there was I, on I, a I, girl's bike. I, no, no. <laughs> yes, let's, okay, let's, right, I, I wobbled on, <laughs> on a bike not designed for me, which might be used by other people. That was nine miles in each women. direction. <laughs> was it nine miles? Is it nine miles? Is that far? It's nine miles in each direction. Wow. And it was totally a girl's bike. It's my mum's. You're rewarded by two pints <laughs> and some fresh seafood at the We end. did. We had pints and seafood in the middle, so the uh, the way back wasn't... It wasn't that bad. Um, it wasn't a girl's bike. It was my mum's bike. Was, it had a little <laughs> basket on the front. <laughs> it, did it did have a basket. There's pictures on my Flickr website. So. I've seen them. Yep. There's no shame there. Because you, you tried riding the, the man's bike. And I, I couldn't... Not the man's bike. <laughs> <laughs> I tried riding a bike that was bigger for what I am, and I couldn't get on it. Which again is a perfectly natural problem to. <laughs> so then I downsized 
to a more streamlined machine. Richard, did cycles <laughs> six miles further than we all did? Because we cycled oh, from we... a guilt head and he cycled from my own deck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we went on hired bikes, didn't we? You did cycle yeah, further. Well done. Your asses on a oh, right. bike. Oh, a girl's bike too. <laughs> Streamline, you know, like the, the proper ones they used to set time trial records. Had less metal in it. <laughs> it was a washing machine. Anyway, anyway in 1789, <laughs> <laughs> in 1789, Erding was a town of 1,700 people and it had 11 pubs. So the Germans like the beer even back then. Yeah. Whatever the 18th century German pub was. And Erdinger Weissbrow, aha, are the world's largest producers of wheat beer. Well done. Good say? guess. I did see that. Yeah, we did. <coughs> and they brew against the traditional uh, Rheinheide something, traditional recipe, using mm. state-of-the-art equipment. But again, every brewery has state-of-the-art equipment. No one kind of cobbles it together and hopes for the best. Uh, they opened in 1886 in Erding by Johann Keinler, and in 1935 they were producing 2,500 litres a year. And their slogan is, they go shut this Einmal landen jede beim Erdinger Weissbier. Beer is good. I'll always find my way home if I have an Erdinger Weissbier. Well, of course. Once everyone lands with Erdinger Weissbier. I was guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's my pronunciation that's so amazing. Um, so you want to finish yours? So is it going down the tree? Or what? I just mispawned and didn't do myself very much. But um, no, it's, it's very nice. Um, as with most wheat, wheat beers, I could probably only manage one or two of these before I was full. Um, but yeah, tasty, very tasty. It's very tasty. <laughs> it's lovely. I, I could actually probably manage quite a lot of this. Um, it's in the uh, 5.6%. Mm, it's quite Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I could have managed two here, I think. How's it going down there, Jim? You right? Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, um, quite subtle. Bit, little edge of malt. But um, very pleasant. And Grant's tricking his out of a free Shrek tumbling, <laughs> which we got with Nutella. It makes it taste even better. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to get a picture of that one day and put it on the podcast. Do that. Take the photo of it. Ross has penguins on this. <laughs> Only the best. Yeah. Penguins are good. No, this is one of the nicer beers we've had. That I've had. It's got a good aftertaste to it, hasn't it? It's got the kind of the wheat beer up front, but then afterwards there's a bit more going on at the end. Mm. And it's, it's, it is very dark, but it's not, dark, yeah. um, not sickly. No. It's not as overpowering as some, some dark beers you would have. You can just about see through it. Mm -hmm. almost looks like it's stout when you actually pour it, but then it doesn't behave like that at all. Mm. And the dark malt behaves. It doesn't behave like a stout. It doesn't it like slap you about the face and go, point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get the washing in. Yeah, I would probably prefer the darker beers in that area of Europe. We should, I think we should do a, a stout porter special. We just have four porters and test it. Could you include... The dark beer is probably sure. So crucifix dark and Budfire dark and stuff you don't see so much around. No, well, time. we could do a darker beer. <clears throat> if you say yeah. stout, it's got to be like Guinness and that stuff. We, we were planning to do a London one, which has uh, included in which was going to be Fuller's London Porter, which was recently voted the second best porter in the world, the World Beer Awards, mm -hmm. behind the American one. Um, but I've done a, a bit <coughs> covered down there, so maybe we could try that. But yeah, I mean, porters are take a lot. That's great. More, more to start than Guinness. Mm. Certainly, times I've spent <coughs> out that area in Prague, the beer that most locals would drink, or you would see most in shops, would be dark versions <coughs> of the lager we would get over here. Mm. 
I guess because originally that was the way they brewed the beer was dark, and it was only when they brought in these new techniques like pilsnering and lagering that they got the lighter beers. So this was what all beers were like mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, well, this is it's head and shoulders above the one we just had mm-hmm. in like any pilsners or anything. Like that. I would say there's a lot more to this. Licorice yeah. again, bit of chocolate, mm-hmm. definitely some smoke. Nice. The one we're going to be trying next is going to be. Uh, a bit different again, but we'll, we'll come on to that later. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think this one is very nice. Let's do it's it. It's from Scotland. Let's start with you. Me? Okay. Um, I've still got a fair bit left. It's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. It's certainly a nice spear I've had tonight, even including the um, the harvesting I was drinking in the pub before we came. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it an eight. Because I do really like this. And again, it's a bit strong for drinking a couple of pints, but... A bottle of that of an evening, especially with winter drawing in, would be very pleasant. Well, I was drinking Harvestin, not Harvestoon, but I would give that a name. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? That's the Scottish way, isn't it? Harvestoon. Harvestoon. Uh, yeah. Can it's I get a pint of That's two O's. But do you not gun down the dune? No, it's Newcastle. Why am I? Gun down the league? <laughs> so so you give that it is a, a name. You got a nine. 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 High praise indeed. Because it's my word. Uh, Grant? Uh, I'm going to give it eight. Uh, I concur with everything Richard said. It's, uh, Most people do. What about what I said? I don't think it's as good as a nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just said concur with everything Richard said. But I gave it nothing eight. that I said. We, oh. We were talking about when you were in Prague and stuff. I'm going to give it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fine. No, we should go to Prague. Cause you can go no, no, no. Just don't, don't try and make it feel better. <laughs> Probably Prague's the new Prague. Like all the people that used to go and like. People, they've all yeah. left Prague, so Prague's nice again. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. We can go there. So we can go. Oh, we can go. Sorry, I haven't been. So. Isn't there a day trip you can do where you can go to the place where Lago was invented? Presumably where Pilsner Raquel comes from. Pilsen. Pilsen. Ah. And spend all day drinking enormous quantities of bit good beer. Just do it in Prague. All over. My, my brother went to Munich during Oktoberfest and he had a great time, but of course, the classic Oktoberfest thing is the, the enormous stein of the beer. Steins, yeah. So I, I don't know how you could drink more than one and I was not fall over. Yeah, it seems a bit excessive. You can't like, for a half. You can't kind of try different not beers because half. each one is too big. Mm. It would be too full. But it comes with a and wench serving. So <laughs> We will go next year. My okay. friend Gary, who you've met, he's, he's, he goes really? every year nearly. Oktoberfest. Yeah. I'd love to go to Munich. Uh, yeah, he definitely. He absolutely comes back a wreck. Right. <laughs> but, he knows the places and if, apparently if you want the table you have to be there before 9 o'clock in the morning you have to drink. <laughs> otherwise you don't even get in the you paint. have to drink beer put your towel down yeah. in the morning and you have like your breakfast <laughs> yeah no, no, you can have all food all the day but people turn up so. you have to all eat. the tents in the centre of town are rammed at 9 o'clock in the morning can you drink tea until 7pm and then <laughs> no you can only you only get these beers oh, from the massive you know cups of tea and last. big steins <laughs> 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 one litre stein of tea a slight tangent, but speaking of tea, I was in the pub last night and a friend of mine had whiskey and tea, hot tea, and uh, I had a taste of it and thought, oh, a bit of honey in there, it'll be very nice. That's almost a hot toddy. Hot tea. Right hot tea. A hot tea. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. There's, there's a joke that should <laughs> never be. one and only time with a clap at one of you. <laughs> whiskey and tea. Yep. So it was a. Did it work? Apart from it, like a honey. Well, it. Put some sugar in it, but um, was she from like the Highlands or no? She's from Glasgow. Really? I've never heard of whiskey and tea before. Wow, I've no. never heard of that. Yeah, an Irish tea or a Scottish tea. Whiskey. Scottish tea, anyway. Back to the beer and the yes, story. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. 
Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. Ooh, controversial. Just because the lady loves milk drink. <laughs> no, because I, it's not as good as other beers I've given eight. This so is the advantage of not doing that many. I get to give ridiculously high scores <laughs> yeah. or ridiculously low scores, depending <laughs> on how you... But still, it's, I it's very nice. <laughs> So, um, one yeah, more to go. Really one more to go. While he's talking in the background, yeah, we'll do the yeah, the prattling on about the usual things. How are we doing for time? Oh, I don't know. We're probably all right. Okay. So yeah. when we come back, we've got one more German beer. Plus, we're going to talk about some emails, and we've still got shovels and stories to come. Oh yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk about yourselves. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you stopped. I'm going to tie shape here. Come on. <laughs> beer number four. You don't stop. No, he's still good. Beer number four. Which shovels pronounce it on you go? Oh god, here we go. It's in old runic script. Talk amongst yourself for a while. Um, okay, how are you? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Shovel, beer, Rout beer. I don't know. Man, I, Do you mind the, me and Richard are talking? Uh, well, I'm going to open it. Apparently, it's called Schlenkerler Rauchbier. Rauchbier. That's pretty good. Schlenkerler Rauchbier. Better than I did. And it's a Marzen. I'm going to talk about Marzen a bit. I'm going to find my Marzen bit. Um, it says Schlenkerler is a historic brewery and tavern in the Bavarian town of Bamberg. <laughs> Sorry, I've just had a whiff. Shovels just reacted badly to the first no, it's whiff not, of this. It's not no. bad, it's just. Um... Again, I don't know if it's bottle condition, but you might want to leave a bit just in case. Um, Whoa, no. it smells like <laughs> it smells like smoky bacon crisps. There you go. Oh, brilliant. A Marzen is a smoked wheat beer. No, oh, my giddy ant. That's just nasty. Golden Wonder smoky bacon. Here we go. <laughs> you even got the brand. The, the actual name stands for Authentic Slankola Smoked Beer, and it comes in three varieties, a Bock, a Marzen, and a Weizen. Uh, what time is it? I think I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to taste it, Lou. Don't give me more. The official website says many have tried to describe Shankler, but no comprehensive description is possible. One has to experience it to understand. Well, have you seen the Bible? That's mine. Are we allowed to swear in this beer cast? No, no. It's you a can't do that completely. Too many out there with the explicit I'm not mark and sure next to it. I can actually put this to my lips. Oh, a bit. If you can put Bex to your lips, you can put this to your lips. <laughs> have you? You got it, you got it. <laughs> it what smells, does it smell like? It smells like wood rank. smoke. It's a real barbecue smell. And it tastes like it smells. I yeah. don't like smoky bacon crisps. It does taste like smoky bacon this, crisps. This is quite like um, uh, pork scratchings. Um, it smell. It tastes like smoked ham. Yeah, yeah. it does. Just like smoked ham. Or when yeah. like you uh, you make bacon. some... Or smoky bacon. <laughs> or <laughs> pig. A pig, stick it on the barbie. When you it's put some in, in the, the oven beer. and it gets um, like a, a burnt bit, but thing. you eat it anyway, it tastes like that. Oh. Anyway, the smoky flavour is achieved by exposing the malt to burning beechwood logs. So they burn the malt before they put it in the beer. And then they mix these burnt malts with the hops and the water and mature it in 700-year-old cellars. Uh, according to their website, here we go, Craig, it's here. This guy's hands are his face. Craig's almost so bad. Craig's almost died from <laughs> drinking this beer. What they say is that the connoisseur drinks it slowly with relish, but steadily and purposefully. Whereas the critic goes to the fridge and gets the becks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually, actually is. <laughs> he's off. He's gone to get the becks. 
The connoisseur knows the second half litre tastes better than the first, and the third tastes even better than the second. How about the fourth? It's even better, even better with company, and it makes you talkative and exuberant. It brings one together with the stranger. Thanks making an ostentatious point by opening the bet at this point. I can't, I can't even sip that without thinking of common delicious things. Even if the brew tastes somewhat strange at the first swallow, do not stop. Because soon you'll realise your thirst will not decrease and your pleasure will visibly increase. Actually, I think you should give it some time. Yeah? yeah. How's a certain... Bear in mind you're now drunk back. <laughs> that undoes all the good work you've done tonight. The, the smell actually turns my stomach. That's quite nasty. It's from Bamberg in northern Bavaria, which is in Upper Franconia. Uh, population of 70,000. Uh, it's surrounded by seven hills, so it's led to being called the Franconian Rome. Although tour guides refer to Rome as the Italian Bamberg. Oh. The German here refers to uh, The town was first mentioned in 920 AD, which grew up by a castle, the family Babenberg, and it escaped destruction in World War II and is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So it's come as Bedford. Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were saying earlier about Beck's not having much extra stuff in it. Mm -hmm. This beer has only um, hops, barley, and water. That's it. Yeah, I have no words for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's astonishing how you could use such few ingredients but have such a different beer. Hold your nose and then Hold my nose and try it. Was I supposed to do my funny joke I came up with there? Yes, you were. You had, you had a joke. Uh, where I said, uh, what was it? It has the yeast number of ingredients. The yeast number of ingredients. See, uh, we oh, yeah. set you up and you missed it. Yeah, it's too busy. I was too busy trying That's not it. to be sick. <laughs> um, I can't even. Right. Don't smell it. Yeah, I, just I can't get my nose out of it. I hope my nose. Yeah, I do know. It's just very. It's very smoky. Yeah, have a straw. Into a straw at this point. The Schlankerla Tavern. You can go and get food there. Craig um, <laughs> doesn't like this one. And as you imagine, the food there is mostly German, so you can get beer knuckles with potatoes. Uh, I've seen pictures of these, they're amazing. What their signature dish is called Bamberg onion, which I'll put a photo up of it on the website, and I'll show these guys later. It is literally an enormous onion stuffed with pork, <laughs> which they cook for they, hours. They hollow it out. Yeah, they stuff it with pork. Oh, okay. Um, Same thing. Yeah, and the other ingredients are all pork. Pork with sauerkraut, beer knuckles with potatoes, beef with horseradish, and a roll. Uh, and pork soup. It is very smoked pork. It, it's not. It doesn't taste like a nice smoked ham to put people off. I love your smoked ham. It tastes like hot dogs in a blender in liquid form. <laughs> I think no, it's a bit high. It does yeah. have a smoked pig thing about it, it which does. we've already covered. But and it, it does. It doesn't either, make it unpleasant. Either it numbs your senses or it gets better. And like Bex, it smells worse than it tastes. Yeah, it, it tastes better than it smells. I just said. <laughs> in another way now uh, Schlenkerle again this is another test for Jules Schlenkern <laughs> sorry that's, that's explicit <laughs> to sign on Scheiser please Scheiser <laughs> uh, I won't ask you this because I, I doubt you'll know what Schlenkern is it's the German verb meaning to dangle <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't you think I'd know that no 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 apparently the brewery was christened because a 19th century owner called Andreas Grasser had a distinctive hobbling gait. Uh, and there's a picture of him on the label. If you see, he's, he's on there, the red fellow at the bottom. Uh, because apparently, according to the website, he was a little bit steady. handicapped and he moved his arms in a funny way when he walked. So the name took off and uh, the brewery became known as the brewery of the man who dangles. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> well. 
Yeah, Compliment. Therefore, it became Slankova, but obviously he was disabled. And their symbol is an old man with a walking stick and a big beard like. Stein. And if you want to go to look at their website, it's uh, smokebeer.com. Uh, it's highly entertaining because they've got all kinds of crazy facts about the beer, mm-hmm. which I'll have a look at now. Does someone else does something? Well, I can probably tell you my embarrassing oh, yes. German story. German story, right? Here we go. <laughs> it wasn't actually in Germany, but I was in, I think I was in Zurich. Was it Zurich? Yeah, I think it was Zurich with uh, my girlfriend at the time. We were walking the streets, and uh, all the only phrase I could remember. From my German classes at uh, school was "Wie kommen wir am besten zum Bahnhof bitte," which means "What's the best way to the station?" So uh, we're walking through the streets, and this woman and her child comes up to me, and she said, "Wie kommen wir am besten zum Bahnhof bitte?" So my brain goes, "I remember what that means. <laughs> this is great." And then something, some panic set into me inside me, and I went, "Oh shit, no! I better just say I'm sorry. I don't know any." German, but you know, in German, but instead of saying I'm sorry, I don't know any German. I'm say I said I'm sorry, you don't know any German. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me kind of funny, and I just went kind of red. <laughs> and then she walked off. <laughs> and it's a great impression to to leave with your girlfriend. Actually, I don't know, don't know whether she knew any German at the time, but uh, she can see I was a bit red. So yeah, it was. Uh, Telling Germans they can't speak German? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was Swiss, to be fair. But it was in the German-speaking part of... Oh, was it? Okay. Was it a thing for the Brits abroad? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If you ever do a French one, I can tell my amazing story in Montreal. Mm. (laughs) Never tires. Never tires. Never tires of my Montreal story. Now, this smoked beer is described by Michael Jackson, who Charles knows, and I don't know if you two know. He was the original beer hunter, not Michael Jackson. Oh, right. (laughs) King of pop. (laughs) Okay. Not Michael Jackson, who used to command the British forces in Iraq, either. If you... Oh, yes. General There's more than one British Michael Jackson there in the play. He described this as the classic smoke beer, and it's won a host of awards. Lots of gold medals, but beer cups and gold medals. But it was only up against other smoke beers? Yes. Right. There's, there's a whole list of them on, on smokebeer.com. <laughs> Smokebeer. <laughs> Smoking a pancake. Smokebeer.com. Smokebeer. www.nastycrap.com. <laughs> you can order it in an online as well. I mean, okay, the worst beer we've ever had on this was um, huh? back no. Grand Cru, which was What's undrinkable. It was undrinkable. I, it's the only beer I haven't finished on this podcast. Which I'm going to try that. I'm going to do a second I opinion to, yeah. on this one. I need to taste that one now. Craig, yeah. Because help. this is the nastiest thing I've ever put in my mouth. I've got lots of things in my mouth. We gave that 3 out of 30, so that was 10%. And, uh, that, it was just awful. This this is a, an acquired taste. It's not mm. an awful taste. Yeah, it does grow on you. And it's from Craig had just mm. put down his bags and give like it a try. I don't like that kind of taste. In no. I don't like pork catchings. I don't like Having said that, I'm not going to finish this. Uh, bacon ring crisps and that's so always taste of hot dogs and stuff. You know what I'm going to do? When we do our Christmas special, when we mm-hmm. come out next time, I'm going to resurrect the pork scratching special mm-hmm. bit and put that in the Christmas special for people. Was that never broken? It was never broken. No, it was no. like a pilot. It was a pilot. She never yeah. made it. We tried pork scratchings and it was hilarious because we all hated them. Apart from me. Apart from you, no, you're like, <laughs> 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 so As uh, you'll find out, I grew them. When we do our Christmas special, but obviously that's uh, for future. Um, but as for German beers, we've done quite a few interesting ones today, from 
the uh, sublime to the odd. <laughs> I wouldn't. I and wouldn't call it ridiculous. Mediocre in between. And the mediocre in between. Um, so, I don't know. Can you score this, Greg? Given that you did try it, I suppose you. Have I to did try it. it. It doesn't seem right that I should score it, but I'm here. I remember and before you say your score. I remember when we did the South of England edition. Yeah, you I was gave the honey beer a one. Not um, to be noticed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was incredibly grumpy that night. We wiped that from our memories. But this would probably be the nastiest tasting thing I've drunk, let alone beer. So that'd be zero for me. Zero? What? I, I, I just I can't think harsh. of something nastier than that ever. That's the first zero we've ever had on the podcast. If only we'd known, we could have given the. the the, uh, yeah, I really zero. want to try that now. I, I got Actually, yeah, we scored it one each because we didn't realise we could go to zero, even though we make up the rules. Mm-hmm. But no, that's <laughs> zero. That's fine. I would give that less than zero because it's it would, taking things away from it. It would break our database if you did. <laughs> okay, what's a zero, Driven? Well, I'm going to give it seven actually because wow, <laughs> it has the smoky ham thing, but then you get past that. Mm. And it's just, it leaves you with the wood smoke yeah. taste, mm. which is quite interesting. And then you get the kind of beery afterness as well. I don't know what you want to call that. Beery afterness. <laughs> hey, I'm not a professional here. Actually, Michael Jackson did say I had beery afterness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll leave those highfalutin guys for their own stuff. Drink. But um, I wouldn't mind drinking a couple to see if the website is good. You know, mm. The more you have, maybe you get acclimatised more. That's what yeah. I'd say, yep. Uh, I find it quite intriguing. Mm. I would say it definitely, definitely grows on you. Um, so, having first tasted it, I thought maybe I'll give this a two, but as it's gone on, it's risen to a five for me. Very good. Uh, I'm going to give it a six because, um, yeah, like I said, it's again, this is nothing on you, Craig, but if you do persevere, it does taste different. And that's what it's in the website, yeah, as, as I was saying before, if you have one sip, it's not bad, and two sips is less bad, and three sips is. Um, Paraphrasing that. <laughs> What's seven of... sips? <laughs> you didn't make it past two. <laughs> one seventh less bad than the first one. And it brings you together with the stranger. So that's always nice to know. What stranger? What's that? It the brings the locals together with the stranger. All right. Well, you all unite in your hatred. I see. It makes you hatred. Because tr- <laughs> you threw the beer out of <laughs> <Yeah>. the door. <laughs> that's beer, nine, nine a good. Uh, <laughs> that's bad, yeah. Is it your effect? Yeah, well... Uh, it's only 5.1%, so it's not that strong, even though it does say it makes you talkative and exuberant. Anyway, so on that note, we've had uh, four German beers. I think the Dunkel from, uh, was definitely the winner. In fact, yeah. looking at our scores, it's now joined the top of our beer cash ranking. Really? Which was um, the Erdinger. Er- 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 Erdinger yeah, Dunkel. Yeah, Dunkel West beer, yeah. Which was, and which so was it should really be. So that's it. That's it for the beer cast. Um, this is our German episode. We'll be back again next time uh, depending on how near we get to Christmas next one might be our Christmas special or it might be something else um, but in the meantime you can get in touch with us on our email address which is thebeercast at googlemail.com or come to our blog which is beercast.blogspot.com and uh, we're in the process of moving things over to our own website so uh, and if you listen to this on iTunes and you like what you hear then please give us a comment or a rating and, uh, thanks again to uh, our Danke. Is it Dankeschön? Bitte sehr. <laughs> yes. Ja. <laughs> so, uh, the shovels into Grooven and Scrape. Thank you. Yeah, not wrong. He's polishing off the last bottle of Pex. <laughs> <laughs> Washing the taste of the smoked beer from, uh, from his mouth. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Bye-bye. I should have said it's yeast nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeast nice. Oh, it's too late. Mm. Go back, let's do it again.